the sounds you hear in the background, they, they might be cicadas because I believe that Tammy Asars, award-winning nature writer and photographer from the Pacific Northwest, who is hiking the Appalachian Trail, I believe she is somewhere in Pennsylvania approaching Maryland. Are those cicadas, Tammy? Uh, crickets and cicadas. Yeah, I'm sitting in my tent. It is pitch black outside. The only light coming in is from my iPhone talking to you, and I'm surrounded by an insect chorus. Wow. <laughs> Actually, Bob, Bob, if I may, yeah, yes, part right. of the you you do hear some cicadas, but what you also hear, if I'm not mistaken, that's the sound of fresh limes being squeezed into homemade guacamole <laughs> on Martha's Vineyard right now for. For the tr- mis- tr- uh, transplanted immigrants that have been uh, sent to Martha's Vineyards from uh, Governor DeSantis. That's, that's the sound of limes being squeezed, Bob. I know that sound well. Okay. Thank you, Spike. Uh, could you turn down your mic a little? It suddenly got much louder. That's because I was informed and, and enthused about the sound of fresh guacamole. <laughs> fresh guacamole sounds pretty good right now. Doesn't that sound good? Huh? Yeah. Also joining us tonight, Zip Zip Fell from the Boston, Massachusetts area, Worcester. But Boston sounds sexier. Hi, Zip. Good evening. Right. I have uh, no bug issue at the moment that I'm uh, that I'm aware of. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, all the uh, nature sounds are actual, authentic Appalachian Trail sounds. Now let me. Let me fill you in a little bit before we ask Tammy for her update. She has traveled on foot 1,100 miles. That's right. She has six more states to go through. She has, uh, the total number of states is 14. So she's done eight states so far. And she began this Appalachian Trail hike on July 13th. When she completes it, she'll be part of a very elite few and i notice she's never told me not to brag about her so i'm just gonna go for it (laughs) hardly anybody can do the pacific crest trail the continental uh divide and the appalachian trail tammy welcome back hey thanks bob and i'm blushing thank you (laughs) that's all right so uh 1100 miles i mean the first question that comes to mind is how are you holding up physically? But by now you're probably superwoman and nothing phases you. Well, I'll tell you, Pennsylvania uh, was very unexpected. Some people call it Painsylvania or Rocksylvania. Um, it, it is loaded with rocks, uh, which are really hard on the ankles. So, you know, you, you think, okay, well, southern Maine's tough. New Hampshire's top of the White Mountains, but really didn't see the challenge of Pennsylvania. The terrain is easy, but the rocks are massive and long and so uh, after a couple hundred miles of walking through this i will be very happy to see maryland (laughs) spike can you tell her a little about maryland and all your many days spent on the appalachian trail there yeah i'd I'd, uh, hide your wallet in your shoe it'll not only protect you from the rocks it will also uh keep you safer if you have any uh you have any pharmaceutical drugs on you now i would save those and know their street value before you trade them for safe passage um, so you're, okay so you're you're like halfway right i mean you're just about halfway there over halfway there are less miles to hike now than there so less miles than what i've already traveled Awesome. Congratulations. That's so amazing. And and the Cicada Halftime Show is amazing, isn't it, boy? Just the way they (laughs) play for you like that. The Cicadas clap. Formations, yeah. 
Wow. That's, it's the coolest thing. Um, I've been doing some night hiking uh, just to get a few more miles in here and there. And so you're headlamp hiking, and just as the sun drops, the bugs just go nuts, and they're so loud, and it's just this beautiful white noise. And then uh, right pre-dawn, right before that sun comes up, it's quiet. It's just so cool. Mm. That's beautiful. Um, uh, Tammy, I'm afraid to ask, how many miles today? Uh, today is 26. Oh, wow. Slack. Uh, short day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, we've been getting a little spoiled. Um, you know, the Appalachian Trail, I, I assume that whoever put it here had to work pretty hard to get between private and public land yeah. um, to put this beautiful trail where it's at. So it does cross a lot of roads because, as you know, the East Coast is very old and was established long ago. So yep. Yep. the trail came after the roadways. So when you hit a road, there's almost always a deli or a, a convenience store or something. So, you know, most of those know that hikers are coming through and, and have provisions. And so yeah. we've been getting a little spoiled with do they, sandwiches. And do, they, <laughs> do they name the little bed and breakfasts and delis like for the hikers, like the Blister Inn or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> they should. That's a great idea. <laughs> Moleskin um, <laughs> Motel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is is it? And I mean, in, in a way, a little more luxurious because you frequently probably have a signal like you have to talk to us now, and and maybe more chance to get provisions, right? Yeah, it's um, it is a very luxurious trail. That said, they do a fantastic job of hiding it. There are times when. Like, tonight is so quiet, except for the bugs, but, I mean, you don't hear roadways, you don't hear, um, I don't know, conventional hammering in houses or chainsaw, you know, like, like just noises from people, so you really do get this sense of isolation, and, um, and it's great, but then you drop to a road, and there's cars zipping by, and there's, you know, resources if you need them, so you get a little spoiled out here with that, but the trail is very difficult. This is not an easy trail. In fact, I would say out of the three, the PCT, the CBT, and, and this one, this has definitely been the most challenging. Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about uh, the New England uh, famous, uh, even in the mid, uh, Mideast, uh, humidity and heat and uh, maybe some rain and thunder? Have you had any uh, rough weather? Oh, my goodness. So uh, we had three days of this big, huge storm that dropped in on us. Um, and it rained three to four inches in one day. And the next day it kept up. And the next day it kept up. And with that kind of humidity, nothing dries. Mm. So it's this whole new problem of having all this mold on your clothes and mold on your gear that does not come out very easily. So you, you smell amazing, which you can imagine. Um, trying, to, <laughs> trying to get to yeah. civilization and smelling like a big old shoe <laughs> is just lovely. <laughs> Tammy, as you as you go through the briefly through Maryland, I think because that's where Maryland is the thinnest, I think, and you're, like, you're in the Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia kind of triangle there. Um, the, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, the trail runs right through Harper's Ferry. Is that right? Yep, we will be in Harper's Ferry hopefully this coming week. That and that is one of the most historically significant and beautiful places on earth. I mean, I do you get to, do you get the time to enjoy any of the 
American history that you're walking, living, literally walking through? Oh, Spike, that is an awesome question. I have been loving the history on this trail. I mean, just the coolest stuff. Like in New York, there was this really neat sign that said, what you're standing near was an inoculation station for the smallpox vaccine back in the 1700s for the army. And you see like this foundation there and your mind just goes back in time to what that was like standing there at that time. Um, And so, yeah. And then Delaware water gap, another really great historic area. Um, And yeah, Harper's Ferry. I'm, I'm loving the history and the, just the cool little towns with, you know, it's like, well, the house was established in 1886. <laughs> it's just, you know, or some, it's just neat. It's just really neat to see this, um, especially having grown up on the West Coast where nothing is that old, it seems. I was in Harper's Ferry when I was seven years old with my mom and dad. And as a little kid walking through that Civil War era history of America, but the end of abolitionism and, and mm-hmm. how important that little town was. So it's, I'm so jealous right now. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. Um, I'm planning on taking a full day to see it all. I want to go to all the places and see all the historic sites. Um, there's also not so much history, but um, the Appalachian Trail Conservancy uh, the headquarters is located there. So when you go there, you go in and they take your picture and record you. And uh, I had seen uh, as of about a day and a half ago. There had only been 58 southbound hikers that had checked in up to that point. So it's, it's pretty exciting. So I'll be, you know, under 100, I think, um, heading south on this trail. Wow. Uh, so, uh, Zip, uh, are you enjoying hearing about all this physical exercise? And, and... I am. Yeah. I am. It's, it's... <laughs> <Do> you... <laughs> it's tired me out. I was yeah. yawning. <laughs> do, you, uh, no, it's, do you have it's a question for Tammy, really? or, or do you just want to keep eating Cheetos and drinking and watching? No, this? no, it's not. No, come on. No, no I just think <laughs> it's, I met this it's guy, remarkable. by the way. I met this guy last week who said he was a fan of your uh, reports, Tammy. And he was in the beer garden. Oh, good. Yeah, he was in the beer garden <laughs> with a big plate of nachos. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that broad's really amazing. <laughs> so it's kind of cute. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my, yeah, my kind of guy, you know, sitting around is not a bad thing. I actually really miss being lazy right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to coming home right around Thanksgiving and being able to do just that. Can you, can you toss out toss out a brand name of the proper shoe, uh, you know, footwear that that you would recommend for that type of hiking? Yeah, you know, um, well, first of all, I'll just say footwear, like anything, is so personal. It's like, well, what kind of car do you drive? There's a million on the market. One might suit you better for one reason or another. But my particular preference is Ultra. It's spelled A L T R A, Ultra Running. Yeah. Um, and they have a, a shoe that a lot of through hikers wear called the Lone Peaks, and they have a rock guard. It's it's more of like a, a trail running shoe that it's designed for. Um, but for me, it works really well because it's very wide, and your feet swell when you do big miles and long days and lots of ups and downs. So having that extra space in your shoe really helps eliminate blisters and helps with um, you know helps your feet kind of. Uh, feel a little cooler too because you have a little more airflow going on in there. Good question. So they have yeah. been my go-to. Yeah. I'm on my third pair. Yeah. Wow. Uh, by, by the way, um, in my hiking closet, 
every single item is something that was recommended by Tammy, and they yeah. <laughs> they all work perfectly. It's, it's tried and true. I'll yeah. tell you, my gear gets so beat up out here. I want I want to uh, tell you a funny story. When I was younger, and you know, just hiked for fun, um, I used to wonder why some hikers and the most fit ones always seem to carry ski poles with them. Uh, these <laughs> uh, and. Uh, now that I'm a man of a certain age, I would never go without them because they give you stability and such. Would you explain trekking poles a bit for the novice? Uh, well, truly, we're, we're bipeds, but are we? <laughs> when, when you get yeah. on rock scrambles, you know, you're using your hands so much. And so having a little extension of your hands is great, especially when you're tired and there's big roots on the trail and there's rocks everywhere and you're, tri you know, your feet are tired and you're tripping. Um, it saved me many times. But the great thing about trekking poles is it gives you a cadence. So it gives you rhythm. So when you're walking, you can actually get a better pace and a more consistent pace. Um, of course, it helps with your balance. Um, and for things like river crossings out here, I mean, you can lengthen them, make them taller, you know. Hmm. Uh, or if you're coming down really steep stuff or controversially you know, going up something that's really super steep, you can shorten them and use them kind of like almost like hanging onto a tree or a tree root if hmm. you pull, you know, you plant them. If you've been listening to her reports, you know what an amazing thing is going on here. And Tammy, you emanate happiness while you're doing this. Oh, good. Do, no, really you're doing so. well. You're doing something that most people would find well. I was going to say impossibly hard, but just impossible. Uh, and you're past the halfway point. Does it feel downhill from here? Yeah, it really does. You know, and I'm starting to. Uh, see things shifting. Um, the weather's getting a little cooler at night. The trees are just starting to change color. Not the maples, but like the, I think they're called beech trees out here. Um, and some of the like huckleberries and things are starting to turn. So that, um, you know, when I went into a trail town restaurant, saw football, and it's like, okay, this is happening. Fall is coming. This eventually, this trail will end. When you're out here, sometimes. Here's the fun pun. You can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. It feels like you're out forever um, because you're just doing this every single day. And it's such a, a difficult uh, pursuit. Um, and it's for four, you know, four solid months. Yeah. So that that's just, uh, it's hard to wrap your head around ending. But eventually it ends, like in, like all good things. And so, um, yeah, it's it's really it's really starting to, to hit home that, you know, that this will eventually come to an end. Will a part of you actually be sad? Oh, yeah. There's a real legitimate thing that happens after long hikes where you actually get a little trail depression, they call it. Um, and some people uh, experience it in different ways. You know, I, I miss my family. I miss home. So for me, it's going to be really great seeing everybody again and being, you know, being lazy and having time to respond to people's emails and things like that. But um, at the same time, you you become you marinate in this beauty of nature all day long, all night long. You're hearing these bugs. Um, you're dealing with where's my next water source, uh, how far to the next X Y Z, you name it. Um, and you're constantly in this like mindset of having to uh, 
having to focus your mind entirely on the trail. And so when you get off it, it's like the real world slaps you pretty hard in the face. And, uh, and you do, it's a big adjustment period, getting off it, kind of getting back into life. Yeah. What an amazing story. And, uh, for you to take the time out, I mean, you have to put in 26 miles and do this report is actually fun. And I know, and I know it's not easy. Uh, to do side things while you're on the trail. We appreciate hearing from you. So should we uh, check in when you have good coverage in another week or two? Yeah, that would that would be great. Okay. And I will just continue pushing on. I'll, uh, I'll grab some nice pictures of uh, Harper's Ferry and bike can swoon over those and anyone else who wants to hit Instagram. <laughs> you know, uh, Tammy, Tammy, if, if you, if you get a chance, that's, I think that's the last place in America you can buy a Confederate flag. So, um, I, I, but don't, but don't do that. Don't do that is what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I wouldn't make a good, good stocking stuffer. I'm thinking probably not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, is, this, is this where we say uh, what do they say good night, good night John boy with the cicadas on the background good night Mary Ellen yeah. <laughs> good night Paul good night Ma oh no <laughs> good night Tammy uh, and thank you so much alright good night guys thanks have a good, good night. evening bye right, bye wow bye bye Now that is a smile and a voice isn't that amazing that yeah. yeah that really is mind blowing how how you're right man she just sounds like on top of the world uh she is a human dynamo and uh you know that's that's who she is normally uh but you would think after that kind of hard work that you know at the end of a 26 think about this i have run a marathon when i was much younger and at the end of the day did i want to you know don a microphone and do this upbeat report no i'd be flat out and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's full of energy, and she, she might hang up and say, "Let's get another five miles." In. <laughs> yeah, really, night some night hiking. Yeah, turn on the lamp and draw the bugs in to get some yeah. night hiking on. Oh, and Spike, you're right about all that history on the East Coast. Um, we did Williamsburg last year, and all up and down that coast is where battles were fought, and where America was formed, and and our our path was was fought for. And over, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially Har- the little town of Harper's Ferry that she's going to run through. Um, it's it's literally the line that uh, demarcation between Maryland and West Virginia. It's the only border they share, and it's where the Shenandoah River meets the Potomac River. And at that point in history, it was a rail hub. The ferry, I mean, the, the I mean, and rail was everything during the Civil War. Was moving of supplies and ammunition and troops, and the battle for Harper's Ferry was just. I mean, it's one of these those things that help decide which way which way the war went, what kind of country we were going to be, you know. And I, and I just got the chance to drive across America, you know, with for Bob and Lisa and and the the joy and the and the thank you, thank you. No, no, no. I should <laughs> I, I I should be thanking you. Oh, I mean, I'm serious. I to go back to the to the New England area and see the little town of Springfield and the river systems. And the and the mill towns all along, yeah. not just you know, Vermont. I mean, every every town was on one of the rivers because that was how that was how life bloomed was was with water and water for power, water for transport, water for life, all these things, you know. And and I drove through, and I felt like I was you know, 
I was able to touch America to be, you know, to be corny as hell. But then I hear Tammy, who is literally walking through these. Yeah. Play- oh, by the way, here's where they inoculated the Revolutionary Army against smallpox. You know, I was going to ask her like, if geez. she got her booster shot there, if there was oh, like a little booth. Right. No, there was there was a bunch of protesters there. You know, Dr. Fauci, Alchi protesters. You know, it's ruined fake, the whole moment. Fake news that smallpox. They burn those ships. Yeah. From the- oh, but yeah. just what a what an amazing trip now she oh, still it, has she has if she's going through maryland and then is it west virginia she, yeah well she'll barely touch west virginia that one that one little stretch is where the appalachian trail literally okay. runs right along the state line along the rivers there uh, and then it's i think virginia then it's into the carolinas yeah and then she'll Georgia. do like the, the the full meat of virginia all right. through Virginia, and then then through the Carolinas, and then into into uh, I think Georgia was it ends right? Yeah, it's Georgia's where it ends. Oh, and uh, I don't know. If she, I, I mean, she'll be ahead of schedule. She, she left September thirteenth, so that's two months plus five days, more than half. Wow! And and wow. her goal you know, actually is right around Thanksgiving. You know, it's interesting to hear her say, "Oh, you know, a little trail depression." You know, when you think about, oh, I'm I'm unplugging digitally for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can only yeah. imagine the difference to be suddenly immersed in in all the cacophony of the digital life. It could just be returning be. to all her saved videos of Tucker Carlson and everything else that's been going on. <laughs> <she's gone. laughs> No, you know what I mean? I could have made the same uh, joke yeah. with Rachel Maddow, but she's not on anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I am trail depression. Like, you get up and you don't have to try and do 26 miles. What a bummer. Um, <laughs> I didn't do it enough to understand that completely, I'll tell you that. Well, I think maybe it's rejoining what a, what a shit show the world is. This is such an escape for her from how screwed oh, yeah. up everything seems to be right now. Everything is It's so important for perspective just to realize, wow, there really is a planet here, and it's not coming at me out of a TV screen or a cell phone. All right, before we get to Andrew Rivers, who's going to join us, and we're going to meet Emily McGuire, who's a radio co-host in uh, San Diego, who's part of the radio layoff fall season, Uh, and and there's a little bit of a story behind her. Um, I do have to tell you something, because... Last week, we didn't get a podcast recorded, and I ought to explain uh, for a couple of reasons, but I don't want to dwell on it. Um, I had like the, I had the craziest day, Spike knows it, and uh, Zip knows it. Yes, they do. And um, the day started out with something that every, you know, every patient goes through with their oncologist where you go in for your follow-up scan, and no matter who you are, you're nervous, your fingers are crossed, and you want the scan to be clean. And there's a nickname for a clean scan, by the way. Do you guys know what it is, Any either of you? Miracle? Hallelujah, I don't know. <laughs> those, are, <laughs> those are both acceptable. Um, it's actually called <laughs> N-E-D, or NED, which stands for No Evidence of Disease. and. I'm an optimist by nature, but super realist and accepting whatever, you know, whatever happens. And so I go in for the scan. It's like eight in the morning. And uh, I get a consult with the oncologist, maybe one, one thirty. And he comes in waving 
the, the, the results. He's got these pages in his hand. And he goes, it's beautiful. He says, it's perfect. No evidence of any problems anywhere. We don't need to see you for six months. That's and amazing. Any, yes. Yeah. See, my doctor would have run in with the life insurance policy he had taken out on me, <laughs> waving it in the air. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am so, so happy to hear that. Well, it was wonderful. Yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, the day would not get better from there. Uh, I was headed to the airport to fly back and be reunited with Lisa. And when I got to the airport, I started to f have indigestion, a little nausea, a little headache, then really bad to the point where I'm really glad no one recognizes me anymore. Actually, it's people sometimes <laughs> do in Seattle, but you know what I mean? Where I was just like sitting there, I had like a hoodie on and I was just sitting up against a wall because I felt so bad. I thought, oh, this is awful. Um, I went to the lounge and it started to get worse. I got tremors. And next thing I know, I'm shaking uncontrollably. And I'm still uh, saying things to myself like, uh, let's hold, let's calm this down. Let's just get on the plane and get home. But somewhere inside of me, there's a voice who knows what he's talking about. It's usually the quiet voice. And uh, you better get, you know, better get see a doctor. And so I went up to the um, host of the lounge, and I said, I think I need to see someone. I have this, you know, I have a medical issue. And she said, would you like me to call 911? And I was like, oh, no, 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 not 911. I don't want to bother them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those guys, you know, probably very, very busy. I, I, it's just, you know, I've just got a little bit. Anyway, she said, that's what we do. And so the next thing I know, I'm that guy surrounded by paramedics. And they said, your ride is here. And I had my first ambulance ride. <laughs> On the same day, I was told, you're fantastic. We don't need to see you for six months. Uh, I'll cut to the chase and, uh, and tell you what happened. I had gotten an infection somehow that turned into sepsis. And you can Google that if you want. But really, I'd rather just end the story there and focus on how happy Tammy sounded. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had so many people come up to me this week and said, why no podcast? What's going on? How, what's, what's going? I mean, literally, we're genuinely concerned. So I really am really glad that you're able to fill folks in and share what is uh, good news that you're th through a brief scare. It's truly but, good but, news. And it yeah. was, I was in the hospital for three days uh, because it's super Jesus. serious, actually. Um, that stuff can take you down in 12 hours if untreated. And so I still have a little, you know, sore throat, a little hoarseness. And, um, you know, I was, it felt like I was hit by a truck, but full recovery. And I'm still riding high on, I got six months to just have fun. So how about, how about six months to relax and exhale and not, um, move and <laughs> all the things yourself. And, well, yeah. and host shows and, you know, drive, fly, <laughs> drive, you know, all the things. All the things the person fighting for their life really just, you know, shouldn't do. I don't well, know. I, I, it's, <laughs> funny, it's funny you say that because I, I have this uh, Zoom support group. You know, I'm big into these 12-step uh, support groups. A bunch of idiots who don't know what they're talking about supporting each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 
and almost almost without fail um most of them would agree with this you gotta live your life and um yeah yeah uh, you know, the, uh, and by the way, the sepsis I had was caused by E. coli and, you know, going to a concert in Newcastle and watching people load a truck from my house didn't give me E. coli. Gotcha. Uh, might've been bad airport food if you want to get technical, but, uh, and the E. coli, you know, crosses into your bloodstream and you get sepsis. But, um, mostly my, even my surgeon says, no, be as active as you can, uh, you know, that's actually going to make you stronger to fight stuff. And mentally, uh, I take a lot of breaks, dude. I, I don't have to get up for a job, and I mean, this is my job. Whoop de do, an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, it's not that hard. And chatting. But with I appreciate wife. your love and care. But every cancer patient will tell you, they always say you should take it easy. You should slow down. You shouldn't do well, so much. I, and then we're like, I, I, I might have limited time. Uh, what do I want to do? Spend it on the couch? Your wife went. I had a was chatting with her this whole day that you were in in transit, and she mentioned what an unbelievable uh, staff that Alaska Airlines oh. did such a great job in taking care of you. Yeah, I, I should I should really deserve to mention. Yes, yeah, and I was very lucky to have a lounge pass that day too. Yeah, yeah, because you know I could see all the food and stuff. I wasn't going to get to eat. <laughs> Take the wind out of a compliment. No, they were. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Alaska Airlines fan, and they were they were really something. Yeah. Okay, let's pause for a second. Bring on Andrew Rivers. Joining us are two people, actually. Andrew Rivers, my son, the comedian, who's uh, just exploding on the internet right now. Also, a, a radio gal, Emily McGuire, who I have an interesting backstory to. Way back, years ago, my electrician, good friend of mine, said mm. his niece was interested in radio. And Emily came in and was a backstage pass guest on our Seattle mm -hmm. show. Did you, you remember that, Spike? You know, I, I honestly didn't until you reminded me last week. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then I looked, I, I, I Googled you, Emily. Um, and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, this, this I remember now, given the prompts, because... That was a lot of weed I went through, Bob. You got to admit. Anyway, um, Emily rose to really a, a, a top major market position, uh, not only as a producer of uh, a radio show in San Diego, but she became co-host. In fact, the mm -hmm. show uh, had your name in it the last few years, right? It did, yeah, for the last four. And it was called Emily and some other twits, right? I'm not sure what the exact name is. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> That's how she feels right now. Because, like that was a lot of people in radio, she's been, um, she's on the beach, which in San Diego could just mean it's the afternoon, but in, in her case. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Emily, uh, we're going to talk to you in a little bit. But first, because we now have a bigger room full of people, let's bring on Andrew Rivers. Oh, I'm so excited. Hello. Yeah, it is. Well, it's nice to virtually meet you, Emily. Uh, I am. I, I love hearing these stories because I if I've, I'm filled with pride of of how many people that my dad has inspired. Um, <laughs> you know, just just going backstage and watching him, you were like, oh, I can do that. That's not that hard. <laughs> you know? so that's a beautiful story. <laughs> I, I was I was like, what happened to Andrew? He's being nice to me. <laughs> 
Um, well, yeah, I feel like I, I got to ease up on you a little bit. Uh, you know, take it. You've been uh, uh, in the hospital for a few days, but you're, you're coming back strong. So, yes. Um, and thank you for visiting me, by the way. I know you're very busy, uh, you know, updating your social media, tweeting, <laughs> all the things you have to do. Sure. Uh, and well, I'm not recording you know, video because I, I look and feel like shit. Uh, but I, that's um, all right. We'll start that next time. Uh, yes, uh, the fact that I saw you three days in a row, um, I don't know how often that has happened, <laughs> even when you were a kid. <laughs> well, you moved across the country to avoid me, so, uh, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. partly your fault. But no, it, it is good to spend time with you and, uh, you know, with the health and stuff. I, I've been keeping a positive attitude just because I feel like, I mean, anyone who's been in the car with you would know it's a miracle you've lived this long. So yes, this nice. is bonus time at this point. <laughs> but enough about your daddy issues. How is Andrew? <laughs> Good. No, Speaking you're, of you're uh, inspiring I mean, career. You're, ex you're exploding online with millions and millions of views uh, every week now. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty proud of... Uh, can you tell people a little bit about how it works these days? And... Um, you know how all of this is happening sure um well the internet you know there you you know when you were a kid there were six channels to, or or you know how how was it <laughs> if, back then if you, when you happened were, to live when in you, a big city yes yeah when you moved the dinosaur antlers to the left you you tuned into nbc or something like that right. flintstones um, yeah. but now yeah. you can yes yeah yeah now you can just post and um and um, depending on the quality of the content sometimes or the algorithm gods, um, it can go out to a, a wider audience. And so, um, you know, just I, I, I listen to this guy, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, and, and he's sort of I, I describe him as Jim Cramer, but with uh, but with social media sites like he's like Facebook's hot post on Facebook right now hmm. or he'll you know, YouTube is big. And so back in July, I. I my uh i filmed a special in july 2021 and recorded an album and then um i had just decided to post it on the internet and then in july it got about 10 million views views on uh youtube and uh, we're at about 8 million views on facebook uh right now so mm. uh but it's interesting because they're all it's all in 60 second chunks you know right, the full right. special only has about a hundred thousand views isn't that part of today that people consume stuff in smaller chunks? Um, just as a rule online that nobody wants yeah. to sit and watch and, an hour. Yeah. And that is true. And, and it also is, you know, a, it's a good marketing strategy. You know, if you're, if you're running an ad it, during the Super Bowl for a, a, a 90 minute movie, you wouldn't show the whole movie. You would show like a 60 second highlight reel to potentially get people interested in the, uh, in the full thing maybe but but yeah it is it is a way to um um you know advertise the special and uh but it's it's pretty cool uh, i'm very popular as long as people don't have to leave the house so uh that's what i've discovered <laughs> come on folks um but yeah it's good and then uh, and then the album was uh, submitted to the grammys and so that's an interesting process where How did that happen um wow well, if you get enough views, they 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 take you seriously. So, oh, I see. Um, 
the, but that, the label so, just so, so, wait a minute someone had to look at how you're doing on social media listen to the stuff and say let's put this you know because uh, you're up there with some not i mean you're you're being submitted for consideration for a nomination right, right? which is a first step right like, so uh, my label gets to choose five of their own albums to right. to pick and uh so i was one of the five along with uh dave Chappelle, Patton oswalt and uh you know bunch of nobodies really You'll easily so, kick their ass yeah. um, that's no problem <laughs> i mean norm mcdonald i mean that guy's you know what's he ever done so um i think i got a good chance but yeah. it's still a good, it's um, an honor i think i have to get nominated because yeah the email was very confusing and i i kind of thought i was already nominated and so i already sent a bunch of angry letters to all my previous comedy clubs and the a bag full of dog shit I left on the doorstep and uh yeah. but I it would be an honor just to be nominated because I, I I would love to just ruin someone's trivia night 10 years from now you know name the 2023 Grammy nominees and then be like what the fuck <laughs> who's Andrew Rivers you know and um going Andrew well. are you practicing your I lost but it's okay face when the camera's on you and when, when <laughs> They hand the award to, to Chappelle or posthumously to McDonald. <laughs> I'm used to that when uh, girls I date go on to uh, you know national uh, television fame and, uh, and um, you got that. Oh, I'm so happy for yeah, you. Yeah, clap. Yeah, that's the greatest. <laughs> yeah, I am used to losing out, um, but um, yeah, that it'll be. Fun. Well, I don't think I don't know if they'll if the cameras will be on me because I'll probably be in the nosebleed seats. You know, that's that'll be one way to tell if I have a chance at winning. You know, is if because they're not going to pause the Grammys for twelve minutes while I climb down the stairs and, no. and walk up to the stage <laughs> too. And, and you don't have a girlfriend with Propecia that you can make a big stink about either. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's a that's an interesting. <laughs> that's a, I'm going to look into that. Just uh, get some, uh, just in time. <laughs> that's one of the best jokes I have ever written, right there, folks. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, you know, you you've been sick lately, so we're gonna we're gonna give you a pass on the bad Thank jokes. Uh, All right. Uh, your skin and your jokes are off color, but uh, oh. come on, folks, that's all right. But yeah, all right, you know, I, hanging out there. Uh, so, so I don't have any other stuff about what you're doing, and I'm just recovering from an ambulance ride. Oh, sure. Well, so. um, I am a, I'm now a lifelong Seattle Kraken fan. Um, we, you know, we got a hockey team. <laughs> I'm a lifelong fan because we've had a team for one year, so uh, awesome. I just want credit. I figured if I'm going to look like a yeah. hockey player, yeah, 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 I figured if I'm going <laughs> to look like a hockey player, I might as well try to learn some of the lingo. And uh, but we built a beautiful new arena, Climate Pledge Arena. It's very exciting. Um, I call it Virtue Signal Arena, and because um, they're they're you know their whole slogan is carbon neutral by 2040, which is like. Not going to be hard considering we'll all be dead by then, but that's fine. <laughs> it's a super green arena. That's the, it's, everything's recycled. They collect the rainwater from the roof and use it to make the ice in the hockey sure. rink. Yeah. And they collect all the, uh, the piss from the urinals and resell it as Bud Light. So uh, it's actually, just actually, all it's, green. It's, it's, it's only the urine from the suite level. Okay, come on. Okay. Tell, you know, yeah. right. VIP suite level urine is recollected and then distributed as Bud Light. Yes. Right. We're proud of that, Thanks, man. Come on. 
Yeah, Spike's got the facts here. He's he's got the blueprints. Um, uh, speaking of conspiracies, the Mariners are going to make the playoffs this year, maybe, possibly. I guess it's got to be I'm, fake news. Tammy, Tammy is the hiking the Appalachian Trail because she thought they would suck, and so she didn't have anything to watch this summer. Oh, no. It's been 20 years, and um, yeah. and every year starts the same where you're like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to root for this team. We don't, you know, and then inevitably, you know, game 161, I'm pinning yarn to my wall and, you know, I'm like, look, if if the Astros lose and a meteor hits Yankee Stadium, I think we have a chance. <laughs> and uh, and and it ends up in tears. But we're 99% to make the playoffs this year, so that'll be fun. So that's, uh, I'm living out here in Las Vegas and I know nothing about sports yeah. odds. Does that mean that with the current standings, it's only a 1% uh, likelihood that you could lose enough games to not make the playoff? But, 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 but let's not count the Mariners out on, on fucking up anything. You know, it is entirely yeah, possible yeah. that they could let's, blow it. Yeah. They, they are. They've lost three straight to the lousy-ass Angels, and they're now out of a playoff spot. So don't, 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 let's not uh, sell our tickets yeah. before they're counted there. But they're also... Um, there's also the wild card, right? So they're they're doing well around all of baseball, right? Yeah. Of the almost good teams, we're one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally get that. Yeah. I love I like space I like baseball, but it's it's not a good sport for because uh, I'm more of a stoner. You know, it's not a good sport for stoners because. Adding marijuana to, to activities can make them better, you know, like listening to music or eating Cheetos. But if you go to a baseball game high, you know, sometimes when you smoke pot, time slows down. And all the time at a baseball game, time slows down. So sure, you'll sure. be in the third inning like, I've been here for seven years. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Every night is turn back the clock night, you know. Baseball is a museum Mariners... was a sport. What's that? <laughs> I stopped. Oh, go ahead. He had a joke. No, I said, no. I, I, keep, I, I was giving I, you. I, I, I keep telling the Mariners to rebrand the Hit It Here Cafe, which is up above the right field bleachers, as the pot friendly smoking zone of the stadium. It says Hit It Here. Ah. You just change the logo from red to green, and you can charge twenty bucks a plate for nachos. I'm telling you. Now this is a this is a winning that's idea. A good idea. As legal as recycle it is, that, and it's practically uh, mandatory. It's so legal in. Uh, in Washington, do people do it inside the stadium? I guess they must. It's outdoors, right? It's no. illegal, no, but you, if you have a, um, a, 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 what the kids call a vape pen, uh, um, you can, uh, when you, you know, when you say kids, it's, you it's mean more people, discreet. When you say kids, you mean people under 50, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Just check it. People that just want to press a button and get high. You know, yeah. I don't like the vape pen because it. I feel like there should be some sort of shame attached to drugs. You know, hmm. I, you know, just to press a button and get a electronic high, it feels yeah. like too easy. Yeah. You know, when when you make Why, heroin in yeah. pill form, you get Ohio. It's not good for people. You know. <laughs> right. Right. When I was your age, we had to put, ping the seeds out. Yeah. yeah. Roll it up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Andrew. These kids don't know how to roll doobies anymore. They have no idea button. how hard it was. <laughs> we haven't done I got this sold in a oregano while. five times uh, in junior high. Can, can you tell we haven't done this in a while? Um, but your jokes are awesome. 
I'm gonna have fun spikes riffing with me. You're uh, just sitting back watching the show. I appreciate well, it. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is not step on you too much, which means I should just go take I know. a shower and come back. The pro- the problem is I can't see you, so I don't know when someone's about to jump in, and then there's a three second delay from when you talk to I hear yeah. it because of the internet. So we're doing the best. I will say you yeah, are Emily's the best a radio show. pro. You know about this stuff, Emily. When there's 18 people on a show, right? Yeah, we had six, and we used to simulcast with TV, and there was a delay, and it would get chaotic. Yeah, it always does. I understand that. Sometimes but I'm enjoying the free comedy show. <laughs> Sometimes when you do this, you have to actually create space and sit and wait, which, by the way, was a talent I think both Spike and Zip will say I never had uh, before. But when we're all, for anybody listening, just sitting in a room you know, scattered across the country with headphones on, um, it, it's actually, it is a little challenging. It's a little sort of, um, sort of like an ESP thing that you have to do a little bit to just leave space. Like for example, Zip's a drummer. His whole thing is not to overplay and not to crash with people. Anyway, Bob, enough talking. It's my turn. <laughs> uh... Exactly. <laughs> so Zip will like, there's no way Zip will so ask Andrew's a question. So Andrew's the guitar about... player of the... Uh, the... <laughs> he's the he's Yngwie Malmsteen. Yes. <laughs> Can I just do a 12-minute solo and you guys just uh, sit right. back and enjoy the ride? You know what, though? You oh, gave me a man. good uh, thought, Andrew. I think, I think we ought to have some kind of... Because um, we could do this on the internet. Some kind of little program where we could chat and where someone could just put you know click a button and says i have a question uh because <laughs> you're right unlike the radio uh, where we could all see each other and even a lot of radio right. shows, you used to have hand signals like a quarterback you'd tap your wrist and that and then yeah. you know give spike <laughs> the finger and that means shut up and then <laughs> um spike used to speak with his eyes a lot i recall <laughs> uh and zip um did you once throw a cup of hot coffee at me? Uh, it's possible. Yeah, that's that possible. No, that was that was you throwing it at me, Bob. It's, I know it's all blends together. It could have been, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Zip always doesn't wow. doesn't quite remember that until I get a witness, and then he's like, um, <laughs> "Hold it, you're where was it at AAF? I tossed the coffee. Yeah, yeah. I was being oh, a real really? dick once, and I so des- I deserve oh, worse. Once. Yes, yeah." So. <laughs> Once, yeah, it, it was just that one. Out. It was an isolated incident. I was being a zip for the eight thousandth time. If Andrew is correct, anyway. All right, let's say hi to Emily a little bit, and everybody just stay here. And uh, look, Emily is a professional major league broadcaster, uh, and like like many, you know, the the industry is downsizing. Not as bad as newspapers, but you know, they just have to have less people, and so. I can't believe they sometimes let the best people go, but you know, the best people make a pretty good paycheck. So um, ah, is that, is that a backhanded secret. compliment for you, Emily? Does that work? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. How do I possibly follow Andrew? Seriously. Yeah. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Super talented. <laughs> he is. Oh, cool. thank you. So Emily, uh, I don't know what you want to share. Cause I know that like when that sort of thing happens, you can't really talk about it, talk about it. Um, but Why is it we don't talk about it, talk about it? Talk about it, talk about it, talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, and it happens to a lot of people in other businesses, too. You go in, uh, did he just go in one day and they said, uh, we're, 
we need more space or we're making a change or what did they can you say anything about it yeah i can say anything um i went and in on what has she got to lose <laughs> well usually get them get them get them compete I, blah 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 yeah, yeah. i didn't sign a thing oh this is where i leave I space for people Monday. i hardly ever do that you got to take you got to jump in like <laughs> Don't you have SeaWorld down there where <laughs> someone tosses a fish and a seal jumps up and grabs it? <laughs> All right, go ahead, Emily. I got a text from or an email from the PD at 8 saying, hey, come see me after the show. Uh, and we were in contract negotiations, yes. and I thought, oh, is today my last show? No, there's no way. Continued to work my butt off and then went to her office, and she said, well, today was your last show. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, damn. Just like that. Yeah. Uh, the market president told me I had been restructured, whatever that means. Uh, wow, that sounds surgical. That's a, so weird. Yeah, it, restructured. It, it was an odd term to me. And then they offered to go get my purse out of the studio, I think so that I wouldn't go in and jump on a mic. Oh, um, man. But they told me, you know, so you don't have to do the walk of shame. I thought, what do I have to be ashamed of? No. So, right. They said, use no, the term I, I like, walk of shame? Uh-huh. Wow. So A I said, no, I'd love walk. to grab my stuff. Mm-hmm. They let you get your own stuff? With the PD with me. Right, right. Because uh, when, when, I, when I got this treatment, they wouldn't even <laughs> let me go get my own stuff. Yeah. Someone went and got, someone went and got they, my keys and wallet for me. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't want to. <laughs> oh, and Isn't that I, the most disgusting <clears throat> feeling? Oh. It's demeaning. It After is. After so long, what are you going to do? Well, you... Tell the truth about them. That's what their, their biggest fear. <laughs> no, 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 You're going to no, tell no, the no, truth about the them. <laughs> Spike, that's the last thing. You, um, you were... Oh, prof- and the other delightful thing yeah. was that they told me, we think for optics, you should say that this was your choice to not renew your contract. Oh, for optics. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys do have a sense of humor. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Oh. But I didn't choose to say that. <laughs> no. But you're still you're you're still not you're not you're bad mouthing the state of corporate radio, but you're not bad mouthing anybody else, are you? Or if you are, feel free. The mic's all yours. <laughs> well, I mean, I still want to get a job, and I think if I tell my yeah, actual yeah. truth, no one will hire me again, which sucks. Right. I think that's fair and reasonable. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So if anyone's hiring, <laughs> Spike, you need a uh, producer, co-host. I do actually. Um, you know, it's funny because. Emily, I was there with, with where you are today four years ago um, and had, had landed in an afternoon position after Bob retired, had to reinvent, mm-hmm. reinvent who I was and how I did what I know how to do. I'd taken an afternoon show from 17th to 2nd in about a year and a half and was uh, shown the door because I was restructured, um, mm-hmm. which is a fancy way for saying we want to give your money to those other guys back at the corporate office. We're just restruct. Mm-hmm. We put we put, a, put it in a different envelope and mail it to somebody different than you, and it's disheartening. Right. You're not a you, budget you, cut, right? Your money's going to someone else. Exactly. They're not. You know. And it's when you, when you give it all to a company and they can just so arbitrarily come and make these slashes because they have no understanding of how 
you do and, and what you do and how you do it. They just don't, if they knew they couldn't do what they do and they're just clueless and so far away making these inhumane decisions. I say inhumane mm-hmm. because they take no people into consideration whatsoever. Right, your budget line. And see, I am. I know you can't say that because you want to work again. But I just landed a job, so I can shittle over anybody. It doesn't matter. To me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Well, oh, Emily, you're congrats a, on your gig. You're a fixture. Thank in, you. In San Diego, and uh, it's one of the best places in the world to live. Would you move to a miserable place to live for a radio job? That's been the million dollar question. Do we leave San Diego or not? My husband. If it was a $1.5 million question, would that make it even better? (laughs) Yeah, possibly. (laughs) Yes. Your husband would be okay. Your kids would be okay. It would be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was the other scary part. I was the only income at the time. And so we were just blindsided with no backup plan. (sighs) Thankfully, my husband got a job in the meantime. So, yay. Yeah. Uh, let me continue this negotiation. If it was a $40,000 question, would that... Um... Mm, it depends no. on the market. <laughs> Ooh. L.A. How can you live on forty grand in L.A.? See, she's in already a box. negotiating You have to, you have, to have a box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> live in my car that I sold when I got fired? <laughs> That's yeah. right. That is exactly what Jay Leno did. Didn't he live in his car for a little while? I think he... I think so. Yeah. But I I truly sold my car, and I have an e-bike now, so. (laughs) Everybody's getting those e-bikes. Do you love it? They're fun. They're so fun. Yeah. I assume they're quiet. Do you have to put some baseball cards in the spokes or something so they make a little noise? People (laughs) know they're coming. (laughs) It's very nostalgic right there. Yeah. No one knows that. Um, I saw one today at Costco. And, mm-hmm. you know, we actually live in a big city now. So in Vermont, we, we haven't been to, I haven't been to a Costco in seven years. Wow. They had these electric bikes. They're like 1400 bucks. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, you can go like 20, 25 miles. Yeah. I think we've hit 28. Wow. And so some people could use them just to commute to work and not have a car. Yeah. And that's what we've got it for. No and it's awesome. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you charge it up uh, you, like a regular 110 volt plug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just pop the battery off when we get home, plug it in the closet, and grab it the next morning. Let me know if you want to sell it for food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. Great. I would. I would never. I would never buy your bike for food. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> How about weed? <laughs> I would give you a fair price. Never done it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still want one of those. Oh, the other thing about Costco is um, you guys all have a Costco. Does everybody go to Costco? Zip? Mm-hmm. Not here. Not in New England. Are you, no, are you away from the not mic? close to me. Taking a nap? Okay. No, no, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Um, Andrew, do you go to Costco? Andrew's gone. <laughs> it, was, it was awfully quiet. Uh I have not been in seven, eight years, mm-hmm. and I went this afternoon, and I ate like a king. <laughs> With the samples? <laughs> the sample ladies. <laughs> They're back, but they were gone for two years, Because dude. of COVID, yes. Yeah, yeah. But also because I lived in the sticks. And the thing about the sample stuff, sometimes it's really horrible. Like, 
you know. What do you have that was bad? Oh, it's, it's usually something that's diet this or that. And you and you go, why that sounds wonderful, you know, beef stroganoff made with fake beef and fake stroganoff, with you know noodles made from hemp or whatever it is. It, yeah, stroganoff, stroganoff. <laughs> yeah, awful, the worst. You, you stick a bite in your mouth, and go, hmm, chemicals. Yep. And then you put it Thank back. Thank God you don't have 10 pounds of that in your freezer for the yeah. next eight years. Uh, but today they they had a um, scallop potatoes. And mm. they were so good that I, like, I got out of the store and I was like, I should go back in. Those were so good. And because <laughs> Just... scallop That's potatoes, it, if your mother ever made them, they're extremely hard to make. And, I, you know, I remember, I remember my mother working all afternoon. Lisa, I don't think, likes them because she doesn't want to have to make them. Maybe she just doesn't like them. So the thought that I could get some package from Costco and instantly have them was like, it, it's still, Aww. I know, it's luring me even right now <laughs> to go back. Look on the clothes, you can it. get back. It'll be yeah. open tomorrow. It's, by the way, it's way less crowded on a Monday than it is on the Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I, I, I had like seven or eight things, and I was like, gee, I'm full. So if you... I'm not trying to give you too many ideas, Emily, but the whole family to Costco at dinner time. <laughs> you go to different Costco's. <laughs> You're so helpful. It's good looking Bob. out, sir. I'm like you, Spike. You'll buy her bike for food, and yeah. I will. Yeah. No, I was, and then they still sell the the, the, the hot dog for a dollar fifty. That will yeah, never they change. That'll never yeah. change. Yeah, and that's yep. obviously a, you know a lost leader to get you in the door, but. If you're homeless, it's just well, you need a ca- you need a card. <laughs> you got you to pal around with somebody who's got a card. Uh, I almost got the hot dog just because it's such a good deal. Next time, mm-hmm. anyway. You were too full. Yeah. Then came back and watched. Uh, in fact, don't tell me the end, uh, but I'm sure they won. The um, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, oh. Were when I last left the game, which I always record, I think they were up like 20 to nothing in the third Dang. quarter. So, uh, you know, I have a new local football team. So, now, and what's interesting is I always like watching football with people I used to root for. And I know this is like I'm telling this to guys, if most of you do that, but um, I never used to. I really wasn't into football that much until Russell Wilson. In Seattle, and even then, I wasn't into Tom Brady until it became a rivalry. Even though I was from New England, because when I, when I was in New England, they sucked. So now, if there's a game with Brady, Wilson, or it's Las Vegas, Seattle, or New England, I feel that connection. I, I wonder if a psychologist could explain how that works. <laughs> Mr. Uh, uh, Spike, do you do do you do a psychologist who could answer that question? Well, it's very interesting what you what you have here yeah. is mutual mutual depression syndrome, which in Las Vegas is very broad because people lose their homes, their cars, and their football games all the same day. Oh, you're funny. It's very interesting. They happen to be good, by the way. You, you're talking about a team that might be good this year. Um, well, they, how much how much were, how much were they up by when you turned it off? You oh, don't please don't know. wreck my... Do not do <laughs> that. You don't want to know. Do, you, don't do that. 
Do I'm, not want I'm to just, know. I'm just saying, Bob. If there's anything else you're thinking about doing tonight, are you telling me not it. to watch the rest of the game? You there's do any, not If there's anything the else oh. you, you got on the schedule tonight, oh, no. pick the pick. Go with Plan B, my friend. All right. Much like a woman who drank too much and met a guy she never <laughs> go with Plan B. Well, I believe I believe all of us ruining each other's day is now complete. <laughs> And it's been a fun conversation and tough for me, by the way, because I'm still wiped out. But this means so much for yeah, me. How uh, are you? Uh, I'm fine. Um, no, you didn't hear. You weren't here when I was uh, telling what happened last week. Uh, but hey, yeah. hey Bob, Bob hey, um, listen, are you, are you, uh, I got to run. I'm okay. really behind yeah, you schedule go do here your thing. now. So. All right, brother. Emily, it's been great talk to you. Good luck. And listen, uh, Bob, you've got my number, Emily. I called you last week. Um, give me yeah. a call for something you need to talk about or anything I could do to help you. Let me know, please. I appreciate it. And that. I am looking Thank for you. a producer. By the, by the first of the year, they're going to hire a producer full time for me. Okay. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Seattle is something you'd consider doing or what. What you know? I don't know what any of your parameters are, but let's talk. All right. Okay. Take care. That's Spike. See you, man. Emily, awesome. Yeah. Hanging with you. All Thank the best you for to a me. radio brother or sister who's on the I beach. I appreciate that, sir. All right. I'm We've all oops. been there. Oops, and I, <laughs> she just accidentally got cut off. And Zip, you're last. I always flip your shit when everyone else is talking too busy, and I, I want to hear you more. You know, that's yeah, cause I I, you, you know it's because I love you. Yes, I do. All right. No problem, man. No problem. Anything you want to get in before uh, we... No, no, no. Just... Uh... Just glad to, you know you pulled through this one went, uh, again. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy. It's, it was it's been a challenge for both of us this this summer. Right. Sure. I'm gonna try and play something uplifting here. In his eyes, I'm full grown, 29 and still at home, read the fridge, fade my face, I'm the son that's a disgrace, live here free, don't pay rent, brought the car back with a dent, I'm asleep. Oh, son, what a bum. 